You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Welcome back to another exciting episode of XOXOAfterDark.com. I'm here in the studio with Kate and Abby and Diana and Pat. I feel like telling everyone, everybody today. Um, and we are here to talk about rock bottom and what that means to us and in romance. And you'll know uh, if you read romance that there's a lot of rock bottom. So we've got a lot to talk about. Before we go there, let's, uh, I encourage you and urge you to go look at xoxoafterdark.com. We have a lot of great things up, as mm-hmm. always. I kick this over to Abby to tell us what's going on on XOXO <laughs> Absolutely, what's going on? Well, if you do hit your own personal rock bottom, we have all sorts of things to pull you out of it, including free reads. I believe right now we have Kate Meter up oh, uh, with great. her playing with fire. Um, I think that is the title. It's definitely in her Hot in Chicago series. Yes, it is. And uh, so if you likes you a sexy fireman story, you can read one for free right now. Uh, we also have a couple of sweepstakes going on. Um, you'll see our Bridget Jones's baby shower where uh, Bridget Jones has to have the baby, but we have all the great books about moms. And uh, so you can get a great prize pack there. And we also... Um, uh, I think we might have another one running. Just make sure you go ahead and search all of our contests on the site because we often have multiple sweeps going on at any one time. And if you're a hockey fan, because uh, it's getting to be that time, uh, today we've got a post up for a book that uh, Gallery did called Hockey Strong. And we picked out all of the sexiest hockey player picks we could find and put them up there for your delectation. So <laughs> enjoy. Delectation. I like delectation. that. You're feeling fancy today. I'm feeling fancy. So um, the trope of rock bottom, just to kind of back it out if you're not a romance reader, um, it often comes up as a as a plot point in which the hero or heroine really does have to have really a kind of a dark night of the soul surrounding all the things that have fallen away and all the things they thought to be true and what they it usually helps them figure out what exactly they want whether that is love in their life or to be vulnerable with the hero or heroine or if it's to give up on a business venture and try to move forward um it could be really any sort of thing, uh, and it's much better to read about than to experience. <laughs> but um, what do you guys think about this trope in in our favorite genre? You know, I've actually, and I don't know what made me think of doing this as a topic today, but I feel like it's very familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it, only mm-hmm. because I've never questioned it. it. I really like to see, let me put it this way, I love to see the progression in a character. I mm-hmm. love to see someone grow. Yes. And unless you start from somewhere, yeah, and, and I like rock bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Nowhere to go but up. Exactly. And, and, and sometimes, and I know this in my own life, uh, if you don't have some, sometimes change has to be forced. Mm-hmm. You won't ever do, willingly do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do something because someone... I mean, I was just having, well, I I was like, I wanted to be personal about this, so I'll do this one. (laughs) Um, A few months ago, I'd been wanting to go on the diet and go on the diet and go on the diet, and someone in our sister and Prince publicity department, who I'm friendly with, was like, hey, Lauren, I didn't know you were pregnant. (gasps) And I was like, oh, what? Oh, my God, rock bottom. Rock Rock bottom. bottom. (laughs) Rock bottom. 
Rock oh, bottom. I didn't yeah. know that. And by the way, I'm not that fat. No. Also, you do not side note, pregnant. not pregnant. Exactly. No. Not pregnant. No. Oh. I literally went back to my desk and cried, oh, told my God. assistant, I was like, it's time to go on that diet. What did you do in the moment with the I person? literally looked at her and I was like, that's because I'm not. <gasps> And turned around. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, my God. Not as sorry as I am. And turned around and walked <laughs> oh, away. no. I'm actually praying for death. I exactly. Just listening to this so story. So I literally went back to my office, cried, mm. and started my diet, and I lost 10 pounds. You so, look great. Well, I got more to go. But rock bottom. Yeah. How's Oof. that for an example? Oof. Yeah. Rock bottom. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> and I, yeah. you do find that. Uh, again, a lot of the heroines do this and have to mm-hmm. p- a different place to start. And I've always liked it. Yeah, I think it's so funny that, like, in a way, I mean, there's there's sort of two rock bottoms in romance because right. there's the one there's that Kate was talking about, point. which is the kind of the dark moment right before the climax. That's you my know? favorite type of rock and, bottom. But Lauren's too, where it's it's funny that for romance can start out of a rock bottom because it has forced the hero or heroine to wipe the slate clean. And it does so often lead to like a fish out of water romance, right. which I always love that fish We're out of water setting. We're talking about the her- heroine in driving in her wedding dress, tear stained through the desert. Right, in she's her just car. lost her job. Yeah, and you know, just walked in on her boss with her fiance, yeah. and you know, it's the day of her wedding, and she lost her business, and mm-hmm. um, you know. And now she's going to that small coastal town to start a where B&B. all she can do is bake muffins and <laughs> well, do whatever Well, <laughs> I'm going to throw my first two romances that I love out mm-hmm. that have this idea of rock bottom. Roman Crazy, mm-hmm. which just came out mm-hmm. from Mina Bocci. Right, the divorce room springer. We talked about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. She walks in on her husband sleeping with his secretary, mm-hmm. and she literally drops it all and goes to Rome and starts her life anew. I mean, she had to... Really, she would never have left her comfortable life, right. very wealthy life in Boston with a man who she loves but not in love with mm-hmm. anymore and respected. And until you have that kind of thing happen, you don't really are not motivated to move on and do something else. So you're viewing it as the agent for change. Agent for change. And then the other one, Jen Probst, um, one of uh, Searching for Beautiful is such a great book. And it starts off with it's a runaway bride, but. Mm-hmm. She literally, it, she hit rock bottom the moment she was getting ready to walk down the aisle because she realized the man that she was going to marry is not the right man. And he ended up being emotionally abusive. And she just literally never could break that cycle. And it took that panic and, and jumping out the window in a wedding dress <laughs> um, and going upstate and really exploring that to really change her life mm-hmm. and going back to getting her friends back because it ended up being an abusive relationship. So again, I love Rock Bottom now that I think about it. It is interesting to watch um, television, movies, books, how people, and I think this is very true to life in romance specifically, but in women's fiction in general, how these characters self-soothe. What do mm. they go to? Do they escape? Do they cook? Do they drink? Do they seek out girlfriends? Or do they have to have girlfriends thrust upon them? I'm thinking about... Um, coconut cake? Um, yeah, in Coconut Cake, she does this, where she she reaches rock bottom after her, um, after her business fails. And yes. she goes and she makes this like horrible comfort food that's, if I'm remembering correctly, like mashed potatoes and cheese and 
bacon and like anything she can think of she puts it all in a bowl I'm still waiting for gravy. her bowl. I know I was <laughs> like I mean, sounds delicious so she basically delicious. makes a KFC fa- right. sadness bowl right. basically I yeah. am I'm probably <laughs> watching like this Shepherd's horribly pie. and mm. Amy listens every week so I'm sorry Amy but she takes to her bed and she makes this delicious comfort food bowl but I was thinking too of um bridesmaids mm. talk about rock bottom the the, the girl in that like she loses her job she loses her best friend you know friend. I hate that movie do I do I know that I about did. you I think we did talk about this did we? well okay. it, anyway the, th- the part I'm thinking about is where uh, what's her name's character Kirsten Wig no Kirsten, Kirsten no. Wig is wallowing mm. and just has really given up and the friend who's really intense who gets all the puppies she's overcommitted on oh puppies. yes the Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy's character yeah. she comes over and is like I am your friend right you should open up to me oh. this is friendship yeah it's hitting you in the face <laughs> also um, I have 11 puppies also 11 puppies <laughs> <laughs> I may have overcommitted I may have overcommitted why do you hate that movie she overcommits on the puppies was not no, to love. I found Kristen Wiig's character pathetic, and it bugged the. But you crap. love Rock Bottom. I not know. that kind of Rock Bottom. She kept on making the same mistakes oh. over. And I find over. that very relatable. <laughs> no, I. You know what it is? The way John Hamm treats her, and she always goes back to it, and it really annoyed me. Mm. And I get that's true because Lauren is a one and done, burn them down oh, kind of girl. Yeah. When they, I, you know steps. what? It hurt me on another <laughs> level. Like, oh, where are your friends? Stop her doing friend this. Was not being a good friend. No, and it's I get once or twice. Everybody makes mistakes, but this was like forever, the years. And then the whole pooping in the sink thing, I get it, but I felt like, all right, already, what is this, 15 minutes in? Sorry, like, I liked that part a lot. I have no I issue with it. Poop. I didn't have an issue with it. I had an issue with, we're 15 minutes now of watching these girls all explode, and I was just annoyed by it. Like, I, I don't like poop jokes. Fair no, enough. No. Um, what about your thoughts on Rock Bottom, Abby? <laughs> I'm hitting it as we speak. No, moving uh, from poop <laughs> onward. Thank you. I appreciate the moving. We see, we're already on the up and up. Well, um, I was thinking about this because I am in the middle of working on uh, Candace Camp's next historical romance, which mm-hmm. will be coming out next year. So sneak preview, listeners. Uh, but one of the things that is kind of... Uh, I realized was the same is that she writes Regency and Victorian romances, but our our heroine begins and she has hit the uh, historical equivalent of rock bottom in that she is unmarried. Her father has just passed away and she is now trying to sell enough of their stuff to pay off his debts and figuring oh, no. out. Okay. My choices are companion or governess <laughs> and, I can't live my life this way anymore. Right. Um, and that segues very neatly into another classic historical trope, which is, of course, the marriage of convenience. I love a marriage um, of convenience. And I do this too. One, I do too. And um, this one comes along just in time. But uh, the book is called A Momentary Marriage, and it will be out next year. So you guys will have to wait a little longer. But oh, I um, have to take it back when you're done. That's really side. great. Um, but it's really like... Uh, there's there's a sort of a wonderful element because one of the nice follow-ups to I feel like the rock bottom sets you up for so many great trips that we love so you get a marriage of convenience mm-hmm. you can get the like pretty woman montage when yes. the poor I think that's what so much of the early indie pub stuff mm-hmm. with, with the billionaire sensation Beautiful was too. poor people mm-hmm. like a poor woman who is like on her last how am I going to support myself and my child and whatever mm-hmm. and I'm you Fucked know living obscurity. off of lemon water and suddenly this billionaire is like 
I'll well, give you a million dollars. You know, here, of course, you'll move in with me. And she's like, could I have a bread? And she, he's like, um, no, we're going for a prime rib and whatever. It's like <laughs> suddenly it's Cinderella. Right. You know, it's a what's her 50 shades where, oh, I just happen to have a closet full of clothes that that fit you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And here is a car and a new laptop for mm-hmm. school. And yeah. All yeah. that. Well, I was going to say, it not only does it fit in romance, but it also, I think, is very prevalent in women's fiction. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be about happy endings. It's about the journey. And I right. think that's why Rock Bottom is so great. One mm. of my books that I, one of my personal favorites that I've ever worked on in my whole career was a book called The Kitchen Daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and was a great book. I loved it. And I don't know why, but it just popped into my head listening Jill to... Jill McHenry? Jill McHenry. I love you so for nice. remembering that. She Not only she was wonderful... She was so passionate about this book, and it was the story of, really it was a sister story, but Mm -hmm. it was the story of one woman's journey. She was uh, Aspergian, but she had actually never been, she had Asperger's, but she had never been diagnosed. Mm -hmm. And she was one of those people that was very shy and awkward, Mm -hmm. and everyone knew it in her life. She grew up in Philadelphia, and she was living in her family home with her parents, and they die suddenly. So it becomes this what do I do now that the one thing, my support system right. is gone, which is yeah. something you can identify with. Sure. I mean, you don't have to have lost, well, no, I mean, a lot of I people think lose it's their fair. parents. I think actually mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why this trope is so prevalent is because everyone has felt, no matter the scale of your loss, mm-hmm. that you really can't go on. That, yeah. Or that to go on would, would require a radical change. Mm-hmm. Um, that she wasn't even prepared to do. She right. couldn't even walk down the street right. and make eye contact because it was so difficult mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her so she was very insular she loved her parents they loved her die suddenly and now she's never paid a bill right so it became this thing where the older sister comes back who's married and was like now I have to do this mm-hmm. and it's just them coming to terms it's her coming to terms with herself on how to function in the world mm-hmm. um, but it was a metaphor for many things and then there was a the little magical realism yeah. and cooking and it was as such a beautiful book and and again I, I love Rock Bottom apparently <laughs> I probably could go back through all the books I've worked on in the years and been like Rock Bottom Rock Bottom Rock Bottom you probably could but I, mean, I, I wonder if almost every story probably needs probably one, needs some sort of well you have Rock mm. Bottom as the climax to the story right isn't that what you said earlier right, well, be, it's, right it's, before it's, the yes that's the, the happy ending The uh, I'm sure it has some name that I can't remember in the like there's no, like a graph the that after. goes like yeah it's a graph over, we don't know the graph and then up and then down but it is it's the like or you know the a lot of romance writers call it the dark night or the I dark call it moment the climax or, or the, mm-hmm. the dark um, moment mm-hmm. and then the, it leads you up to the climax and right. the, you know standing I outside prefer, a house with a boombox <laughs> over your head exactly <laughs> i will say i prefer a rock bottom to come 3 quarters of the way through the book you like that one because mm-hmm. that to me is more satisfying on a growth level for the character mm-hmm. if you start if your first mm-hmm. introduction is this, to this person and they are already just down in the dumps and mm-hmm. then to me there's nowhere up to go nowhere but up to go but if you have been Ah. steadily going up falling in love Mm -hmm. connecting with another person all this and then and then it all the bottom drops out from under you that to me is more interesting because you've then had the rug pulled out and and you have to find a new way to go on well it is it's the point of real change where a lot of things you know the heroine that leaves the big city and goes Mm -hmm. to the small town um but and maybe makes two steps forward, one step back. They're starting to put down roots, make friends, right. whatever, but they're still clinging to their city identity. Mm-hmm. There's that, I'm not one of you, until the rock bottom right. hits and they, they're they 
beloved has walked out mm-hmm. because they have done something beyond the pale right. or they've they lied. have said you dumb hick or mm-hmm. whatever it is and they've the, lied or something and Macy Yates actually in her mm-hmm. first book in her Copper Ridge series Part Time Cowboy um, she has a really good moment like that a woman comes home she grew up in the town um, but was a bad girl and this guy was a good guy and they get thrown together when she returns um, for a lot of reasons they're they're kind of stuck together but uh, but yeah she has this they have this moment that then kind of blows apart everything that they've built together and they have to then make the active choice to come back and work on that it's worth it and, and to work on it. And I, I love that book. I love a good movie apology too. Like oh, the yeah. big, I like the making up scene. So when much better than real life apologies. Post rock bottom and they come back and, and sometimes there's a great, a big gesture and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Molly Harper has a one that's going to be a good one in her Southern Eclectic, her first Southern Eclectic mm. book that'll come out in the spring. And I won't say what it is because it'll ruin it. But it's already like, I can see the movie and the music. And the, yay! Um, you know, I a, love a gesture. In Amy Reichert's second book, Luck, Love, and Lemon Pie, she had her... We we, we decided to go that um, instead of the the male lead making the grand gesture, the female lead ah, had to. The yeah. Yeah. And so she, shows, she makes this kind of grand... Grand on a small scale. It's a very accessible meaningful. book. It's meaningful to the characters, but she really does kind of lay herself bare and in a public a, a mm-hmm. small but public space in front of their friends and family, she kind of lays her heart on the line and um, I hope I didn't give away too much. But, oh, it's but, good. Uh, it's, it's very satisfying to watch this character who you've seen have to make an active decision in her life uh, come to that it's like never been kissed. Oh, I love that part. When she goes up on the mound. And, and like, she thinks he's not coming. Exactly. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. Michael Vartan, why were you late? <laughs> oh, I was glad. I don't like him. But I, I love, love that her. Scene. It's a, such a cute scene. All of a sudden, Although, you were talking about that. I was like, the grand gesture. Yeah. Yeah. There and she go. And there's interesting. She does the grand gesture. She does. He That's shows what up, made me think of it. But, he, but she sets it up. And she yeah. kind of allows well, she, was the liar. she was the liar. She was the liar. That's true. <laughs> oh, Drew Barrymore. Why did you lie? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, with that, should we wrap up? Uh, I was just going to say, well, not only that, I was just going to say, find your own rock bottom and grow from there. Yep. Because remember, girls, the best conversations happen, happen after, after dark. dark.